Hello, this is Pastor Manny. I'm bringing you the Beacon of Hope podcast from Lighthouse Baptist Church. So glad you could be with us today. I wanted to speak to you uh, just a few moments on the subject, some essential things that a church cannot do through live stream or a podcast. We've just come through a very strange time or are coming through a very strange time in our country. And uh, many of our churches, ours included, have employed either a podcast or live streaming or that sort of thing. Some had had these uh, systems or these platforms for communication in place before all the strangeness happened around the world. But then others uh, have adopted them during this time. We had plans to go with a radio program or a podcast, and all that the events which we are going through did was facilitate our speed, pick us up a little on our speed in doing it. But uh, as we've done this, and here at Lighthouse, uh, we've made the decision to not close our doors. Of course, any of our families who felt it best to stay home or to stay out of public uh, situations, uh, obviously that was their choice to make, and there's no animosity or anything towards them with that. But the church here stayed open and should have stayed open. Um, A lot of different things happen, attempts, not through our church members, but attempts from outside to intimidate. Our governor was good at that and uh, trying to make people afraid to come to church, that they might get arrested. Uh, News stories that highlight people who got infected at church, you know, just making that a big deal. Um, All these things which are aimed at nothing more than disrupting uh, the churches in our country and our state. But um, during this time, it's very important to understand there are things that are essential. They're, they're absolutely essential to a church, and uh, they can't be done through these other media. You know, I'm grateful for technology when it can help someone who can't get to the house of God. I'm glad for technology when someone's illness or their condition has them where legitimately uh, going out could be hazardous to them. I'm glad for technology to be where they can hear the Word of God, where they can be helped by all that. That's why I've made this my 75th episode uh, of the podcast. Obviously, I believe there's a value to it. But there is a problem if churches turn to that and close their doors. There is a problem when God's people start turning towards those things as a substitute for church when they could and should be in the house of God. Let me give you some of these verses. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10 makes this statement here. It says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith, nothing wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. Some people have a habit of forsaking the assembling together. We're not supposed to pick up that habit. But exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. <laughs> if you're out sowing much right now and talking to people, you're hearing a lot of questions about the end times. Does this mean the Lord's getting ready to come back? Well, my friends, if we as children of God truly believe that He is close to coming back, then it's essential, according to this verse, that we are supposed to assemble more, not less, as we see the day approaching. We have people who are used to be faithful to all the services of the church who now have a very lax attitude towards it. And uh, that was happening before all this uh, craziness that's going on. But 
for some people, the break point has been the fact that they've gotten in the habit of staying out of the house of God. Be very, very careful when that, once that habit's established that it doesn't become a pattern in your life. And so we can't assemble ourselves together, obviously, unless we've assembled together. In Acts chapter 2, first century church, it tells about at the after the day of Pentecost when 3,000 were saved and baptized and God did that great work there. It says in Acts chapter 2, it says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. They came together, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. Um, you can't do all these things while you're apart. Also, in that verse, it leads to something else I wanted to mention, an essential for a church, and that is baptizing people. I know there's a stream in live streaming, but you can't baptize people in that stream. We have to come together in order to baptize. It's amazing. Many of our brothers and sisters in Christ have risked and suffered imprisonment, beatings, and persecutions to gather together to worship, to gather together to baptize, to gather together to take the Lord's Supper, which, by the way, we are commanded to do, and which, by the way, we have to be together to do properly. Many, many people, they, they, they've gone into meetings knowing that they may be arrested when they go, knowing they may be beaten for going, knowing their property could be confiscated, but they said, no, we as God's people are supposed to meet together as God's church. And um, they understood this, that it was a very, very important thing. We're supposed to bring the tithes and offerings into the house of God. We're supposed to assemble ourselves together. We're supposed to meet. There are many essentials to the Christian church that mandate that we must meet together. Now, we're blessed in our country that our laws protect that. No governor, no mayor, no senator, no congressman, no president can forbid churches to meet, nor can they dictate the means and manner in which we can meet. No emergency, no upheaval gives them the right to override our inalienable right of coming together as a church. And if the laws in our country should ever be so twisted by those forces which would like to see churches gone, if our laws are ever through procedure, not just anarchy and pressure and media hype, but if they, through procedure, are ever changed to where they forbid or give civil uh, leaders the supposed authority to shut down churches or dictate how we worship, at that point in time, if we're true Bible believers, then we have to obey God instead of man. It's a serious business. The pressure is on disproportionately on churches around the world, disproportionate to other things, to come come down and to uh, give in and to yield to those who are wanting to shut us down and cause us not to meet. Keep your eyes open. Stay vigilant. Do what's right. Love one another. If you have a brother or sister who's very scared and going through a tough time at this time, be good to them, love them, 
strengthen the brethren, but stand firm. Stand firm. Do not yield one inch of our God-given liberty in this area. God bless you. Have a great day.